Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment in my college football breakdown series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And in this segment, I will be continuing with the Buffalo Bulls, who last season went 7-6, and 5-3 and three in the MAC. Uh, Buffalo returns a good amount of pieces to this year's team, and they've added some really, really nice uh, additions as well to really be a player when it comes to the MAC East. And I'm just going to come out and say it right now. They're my sleeper. In the MAC East, I really think that this team has what it takes to get it done and represent uh, the MAC East in Detroit. Uh, but look, look, just looking at it, I'm really, really intrigued by this team. You got a returning starter at quarterback, really, really good offensive line and defensive line. There, there are question marks where young players will need to step up at different positions, and we'll get into that. But I'm excited about this team. I think this team has a real opportunity to do something really good this year. So diving into the breakdown now, um, starting with uh, Stadium. The Buffalo Bulls play at UB Stadium, uh, which is uh, nicknamed the Bullpen. Uh, seats 25,013. <clears throat> An interesting stadium as it's one of those few stadiums that still has a track around it. Um, so... I have never been. I am a stadium traveler, so eventually I will get to uh, UB Stadium. But I'm always intrigued by the stadiums that have a track around it just because of the fan noise and how the fans aren't right on top of the field. Um, I've seen that in my trips to Eastern Michigan and uh, the same exact setup there. And it's it's always interesting to me to see how that unfolds. And like I said, I'm looking forward to going to UB Stadium in the future and uh, – being a part of that uh, looking looking now at a coach on the rise in the program i'm going with uh mike cap caput caputu uh caputo sorry uh who joins the staff after being at his alma mater of wisconsin where he played uh he was a he was a db there for for many many years um had a really good career there was a earned second team all-american honors had in his junior season 106 tackles was part of the east-west shrine game in 2026 and earned defensive mvp honors there he received a training camp invite from the new orleans saints later signed a free agent contract with the la rams prior to the 2026 season so a, a very successful playing career uh, after he began his coaching career as a grad assistant at LSU, two years there, 17-18, they won 19 games, played in two New Year's Day Bowls, including a, 2020, a 2019 Fiesta Bowl victory. After that, he moved on to Utah State, served as the safeties coach there, and uh, then was able to move on to uh, spend a couple seasons at Baylor as a defensive quality control coach was a part of some amazing uh, amazing teams there uh, he, he worked with the safeties and nickel backs in 2020 and then the cornerbacks in 2021 he helped the Bears uh, go 12 and two and uh, received the won the big 12 championship and the Sugar Bowl victory in 2021 then after that he moved to his alma mater at Wisconsin and uh, served as a defensive assistant and now he's back at the University of Buffalo 
serving as the safeties coach. Uh, very, very bright young mind in the coaching profession. He also is going to serve as a kickoff and kickoff return unit special uh, uh, special teams coach. So an interesting uh, uh, distinction there as a coaching perspective, something that I have not seen before, but I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do in his bright coaching future. Uh, shifting now to uh, uh, Buffalo's schedule. Uh, of course, we are all fans of uh, midweek Maction and their midweek. And of course, Maction takes place um, in November. But prior to that, they open up the season at Wisconsin. Interesting to see uh, Coach Caputo and, and the insight he can provide to that program for the UB coaching staff. Then they turn around, they host, they host Fordham. And they host Liberty. That's a, that'll be an interesting matchup there. And then they go to Louisiana. They go to Akron, host Central Michigan, host Bowling Green, go to Kent State. And then they start midweek action. Uh, Tuesday, October 31st on Halloween, they play at Toledo. Tuesday, November 7th, they host Ohio. Wednesday, November 15th, they go to Miami, Ohio. And Tuesday, November 21st, they host Eastern Michigan. The thing I find very interesting is their four midweek matching games are against the two teams in the East and the two teams in the West that are the quote-unquote prohibitive favorites. In the West, you have Toledo, Eastern Michigan, NIU, the prohibitive favorites. Then in the East, the two favorites are Ohio and Miami, Ohio. So I think it's very interesting how they're playing four of the favorites there um, in, in that midweek matching slate. Uh, so uh, interesting opportunity there uh, for Buffalo to really make some noise. I, I Again, I like this Buffalo team. I think they have a real opportunity to uh, do some good things this year, and I think the schedule sets up nicely for them to be able to do so. Jumping into the breakdown now, position by position, <clears throat> the, starting offensively, uh, the quarterback position is in good hands with the return of Cole Snyder. He threw for 3,030 yards, 18 touchdowns, and eight interceptions last year. Snyder should have a real control of the offense, which should help a younger, bit of an inexperienced receiving core. Having a quarterback who's been there and done that will help. He transferred him from Rutgers last year and did a tremendous job leading this football team. Uh, the running back room returns two talented backs, Ron Cook and Mike Washington, each rushed for over 600 yards last season. Both are also good out of the backfield as receiving threats. Uh, the receiving core lost a lot from last season and will neither and will need others to step up at wide receiver. Cole Herity, Bobby Curry, and Marlon Johnson have some experience at the position. Herity is the leading returning receiver. Uh, the additions of wide receivers, Daryl Harding from Duke, Chance Morrow from Louisville, tight ends, Zion Carter from Dartmouth, Jake Orlando from UMass, and tons of JUCO talent are much needed. Harding and uh, Harding from Duke and Morrow from Louisville could really, really do some good things here. And I like, I really like both tight end additions of Orlando and Carter. Um, Dartmouth has produced some very good tight ends of late, and Carter is just the next in line. And his dad is the former NFL great Kevin Carter. Um, and then or Orlando can really do some great things at the tight end position as well. I'm excited to see how they utilize both those guys as they're both very talented. Uh, the offensive line returns three starters and will be stout. Right guard Tyler Doty, uh, left guard Gabe Wallace, and left tackle Isaiah Wright anchor the group. 
Right tackle Kalen Shepard and center Dom Polizzi have seen plenty of action as well. Then the additions of tackle Alex Henninger from Central Michigan and center Nick Beans from D2 Notre Dame College provide depth. So, again, I'm excited about the offensive line. I think they got a really good group there in the trenches. Shifting now to the defense, the defensive line is loaded with experience. Uh, defensive ends Max Michel, uh, CJ Bazil, and uh, Kyler Lang return. And then they added Jair Stevens from Lafayette, uh, who, who, had a, who had a productive career there. Uh, defensive tackles Jalen Bass, uh, Damon Williams, who is a third-team All-Max selection, George Wallow and Deshaun Folsom all have tons of experience. Again, a really good group on this defensive line. I've already mentioned I love what Buffalo is going to be able to do in the trenches on both sides of the ball. Uh, the linebacking core returns Shane Dolak, who was a first-team All-Max performer and actually led the nation with 97 solo tackles last season. Really, really talented player here. Joe Adarinson uh, has been added from Bryant, where he had 256 tackles in five years. Those two guys are talented, but they're going to need some other guys to step up at that position uh, to provide some depth. Again, two talented players there. Uh, Dolak might be the best linebacker in the MAC, uh, but again, they need some more pieces around them just to provide some depth. The secondary returns. All-American and first-team All-Mac safety Marcus Fuquo, who tied for the FBS lead in interceptions last season with seven. Fantastic football player. Uh, cornerback Caleb Offord also is a returning starter. Experience is a bit thin behind them, so look for Juco talent. Safety Demetrius Harris from Cornell and cornerback DeAndre Greeley from Colorado State to make an impact. But those two guys I mentioned... Uh, before the two returning starters are very talented. And obviously, Marcus Fuquo is uh, is as good as it gets at the safety position. Uh, Buffalo is lucky to have him back, that's for sure. Uh, special teams, this is where UB stands above all the rest of the MAC. Uh, kicker Alex McNulty returns, as does punter Anthony Veneri. McNulty was the MAC special teams player of the year last season as good as it gets in the kicking position. He's not only the best in the MAC, he's one of the best in college football. He is a fantastic kicker. Will certainly be in the running for the Lou Grozo Award this season. Uh, final analysis now. This is my opinion for Buffalo heading into the season. Buffalo is a great returning foundation to take the next step in the MAC East. They're stout in the trenches, like I've said, on both sides of the ball, and the schedule sets up nicely. Uh, if young players can contribute in key spots, such as wide receiver, linebacker, and then in the secondary, the Bulls can contend in the MAC East. And like I said, this is my sleeper coming out of the MAC East. I really think the Buffalo Bulls have the opportunity to do something really good this year. And and I, I and I'm a fan of what they've what they're able to do. Um, they they have a different recruiting. Uh, back backdrop than the rest of the MAC. Obviously, the rest of the MAC is more Midwest centered. Buffalo's not more so on the East Coast, but this coaching staff does a great job evaluating talent and getting the right guys to fit what they want to do, and they've done a tremendous job with that. This is a really well put together roster that's going to see some really good success this year. Um, 
And of course, their toughest game of the season, they play at Wisconsin. And then after that, that's their first game of the year. Then after that, I'm not saying by any means that the schedule is easy, but you get your first, your tough first game out of the way. And then the rest of your schedule sets up to a point where they can really do something. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what this team can do this year. As, as I think that they are, like I said, the sleeper in the Mac East. So hope you guys enjoyed this breakdown. Love doing these. <clears throat> One of the favorite things I get to do every year. Uh, please like, subscribe, if you ever listen to the podcast. Get the podcast Twitter account to follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good day. God bless.